80% of high school students choose a college based on their friends. Don't let that be your student. This is Cutthroat College Planning, where we tell you everything you need to know about life after high school. Hello and welcome back to Cutthroat College Planning. My name is Hector Lopez and with me is Kayla Record as always. Today is an exciting episode because we are starting a new series. Kayla, you know, I think I always say that it's an exciting episode every single time. But it is. It is. This is true. This is true. I think it is. This is my world. (laughs) Um, We are starting our college application series. Everything you need to know about college applications, getting into them. Um, Organizing chaos. Organizing chaos. I mean, my brain just paused there for a second because of all the organization I tried to have in my brain um, based on this series. So um, let's just get into it. We've We've all, you know... If you've been to college, you know that you've had to apply to colleges um, and been through the application process. Mm-hmm. If your student's already going through that, there are so many different things to consider. Yes, there are. So, Kayla, um, why, why, how, what, and tell me more about applications, please. Well, to start off, um, <laughs> as I said, controlling chaos, right? Um, speaking from personal experience, I know, having been one that was super excited and I wanted to apply to all kinds of schools, at a very nice fee for each submission, of course. Um, <laughs> I needed to keep it organized because at some point I couldn't remember anything from the basics of my login to yeah. where my deadlines were, if I had additional submissions that were required, um, and it just the cost mm-hmm. and what needed to be attached, letters of recommendation, all this. So we do have for you for free on a site the tool that I've designed to help you guys keep track of everything as we go um, yeah. so that your chaos can be organized and controlled from the beginning yes, as opposed to mine. Yes, exactly. And we're going to get into that, and I'm excited yes, to get will. into that. Um, we do want to mention here, though, all uh, just just a list of a couple different types yes. of applications that we've just come up with. Um, I'm just going to list a couple of them off right now. All right. You got the common application, mm-hmm. the coalition application, state applications, NCAA applications, mm-hmm. specific program applications. Um, why There's so many? Yeah. Why so many? Tell us a little about some of them. Maybe the common app because. Uh, is it common? It yeah seems mm. to be. Well, actor, you're right. It really is actually common. Um, it is named accordingly. It is one of the most common applications that you will fill out. Right. Um, meaning, many universities across the nation accept this. Many okay. colleges, many programs. Right. Mm-hmm. And it has multiple sections. You pre-fill it in, go through, and then you can drop down list, choose schools that you wanted to submit to, mm-hmm. right? Okay. You have your coalition app, right? Yeah. A little different. Okay. And similar structure, but there's some pros and cons to that one. Um, not always as widely accepted. However, there are times when you would use that one over the Common App. You've got your NCAA applications, right? Yep. Uh, this is for any athlete that's looking to apply for a D1, D2 mm-hmm. athletic scholarship. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole new level and different process for that and different timelines you need to be mindful of. Um, I hate to break the hearts of all athletes here, but recruiters don't just show up, right? Yeah. Yeah, and there's rules and there's extra guidelines that apply to that process to help kind of wean out the number of applicants and wean out the number of athletes that they're yeah. going and you know selecting through yeah we so, also have program specific applications right right and you have program and state applications too yeah so program applications meaning same applying to a engineering program hmm. 
that could be a separate application. So you might have to do two? Yes. Oh my goodness. You may have to apply for the university college or the program. Um, Some will say you can apply to the program, right? Say the school of design or the school of engineering. If you apply to a program, I always encourage and recommend that you apply to the actual school as well. Reasons being, if should you change majors, should you fall below that GPA requirement, should you be unable to fulfill whatever it is that your terms were within that program, you're not having to reapply to the actual college and program, the actual school again. You're already accepted. Yeah. So That's mind-boggling to, to me. I oh, it is. told me the story. It's awful, but yes. So that's why I always recommend apply to both. Yeah. Know the terms. Yeah. Um, you also have states that do certain months where I know for um, in September, for example, in Tennessee, they offer and they waive all fees in September. For state applications. Mm-hmm. For wow. state applications. So if you're in Tennessee, apply to state schools in September. That's right. Just a little. They can add up. Yes, they can. $125 each yeah. or sometimes more. Yeah. I mean, I went to a state school in New York, so um, I had to go through the SUNY application. Yep. Exactly. Um, and that, I think there was a way for me on there to apply to multiple SUNY schools at once. So mm-hmm. it's like a common app for SUNY schools, Yeah, I can say. So um, yeah, there's a there's a ton of information and that leads us right into the next, next point we want to make, um, which is our application tracker. And Kayla's going to get into the details, but um, I've learned recently in my life that I really thrive under organization. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about myself until I started having to do my live my own life. Um, <laughs> when 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 you know when you when you leave leave home and and mom's not mom and dad are not doing everything for you, you kind of yes. have to figure out how to do it. And I thrive under organization, and I love it. So um, we have created. I have not created. Kayla has created. Let me let me make sure that's clear. Um, this college app tracker that really encompasses everything. It does. Yeah. And it's even color coded for those wow. that are highly visual and color based, um, as yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah. And it makes sure that it's shareable. So it makes sure that the parents, you guys, you have a real lifetime tracker that you can keep track of and know exactly where everything is in that process. So instead of waiting for your son or daughter to come in or dig through their book bag or ask some questions of when is this due? Have you done this? Mm-hmm. Um, this is the way that you can keep it all organized. Yeah. I mean, a couple of things that are on that are logins. So Absolutely. Every, every school, every application has got to have a login, yes. which we all know are never consistent nightmares. Yes. Um, deadlines. Every school has got different deadlines. Costs. Mm-hmm. Every single individual application costs a different price. Or if it was waived. Or if it was waived. If you live in Tennessee and you're applying to a state school in, in September. Um, organization for all of these things. Um, and other features too, like what also needs to be part of that application. Do you need to have letters of recommendation? If you listen to our other episode, do you need to have taken the SAT and ACT if you're applying to a specific program, right? All of these things are trackable on the college app tracker. Honestly, what I would do, I wouldn't even apply before I listed out all of the schools that I want to apply to on that tracker. Absolutely. Once you figure all that stuff out, once you get all the deadlines put in, once you do all of the nonsense the nonsense it seems like but it's really important organizing stuff organizing right? stuff really once right. you get all of that on there then start applying yeah would you say the same absolutely okay and that's definitely my recommendation is to 
start at the top left column and work your way down by listing the schools and then move through it. Yeah, I'm excited uh, to see if we get any feedback from people. Yes. Um, and, you know, people will charge a, a pretty penny for that type of stuff. So It is a very valuable resource. So, yeah. yes, yeah. I hope you guys go and download it and are able to use it as much as I could have when I was going through the process. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I would only have a couple schools on there, but still. Um, oh, I had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the Common App a little bit. Because it's oh, so it's generalized, because it's so common, yeah. let's walk through some important sections that you uh, find valuable for listeners to hear on this episode today. Okay. So, of course, profile about your student, right? Um, your family section is another area that's going to go into like your personal information a little bit more. Um, the areas that I would really hit and focus on is going to be the extracurricular activities. Um, that under that profile, getting to know you, the short answer, the narratives, that's going to be the stuff that you should really focus on. Because again, as the name gives it away, it is a common application, meaning thousands and thousands and thousands of students mm -hmm. submit and fill this out mm -hmm. all the time, right? So if it is so common, how do you stand out in something that is so common, mm -hmm. right? It's gonna come through with the additional optional pieces, your supplemental things that are done, the getting into your extracurriculars. And while there may be a 300 word limit, working and being very strategic when you're filling that part out because you don't want to say the exact same thing in each one of them. Mm. I was a soccer leader or you know yeah. a team captain. You want to make sure that you are hitting different things, different experiences, different ways to describe it, and that are actionable, and that are, back to some previous episodes, impact-based, initiative-based. I took initiative to do X, because as it is so common, you've got to find a way to stand out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean, I can't remember all the specific sections when I when I filled out the common app. I'm not I'm not even sure if I actually did that. I think I just stuck to the state schools. But mm -hmm. regardless, they ask um, they tend to ask the same questions in different applications. They do. Um, so within these within these sections, I'm just trying to picture this here. So you, you're going through and and, mm -hmm. and and you have these opportunities to fill out different parts about you in these different sections. Um, is there like a most important part or is there like a, a section that you're like hey like this is something people normally miss the optional under optional. yes tell me about that there's an optional um there's a checkbox okay it says optional and in some of the forms depending what version if you're on a mac or pc whichever um it could also show up as a drop down okay and in, this is under this is related to a specific section mm -hmm. that says like Yes, under Do activities. You want... Okay, okay, sorry. Yep. I'll let you go. Under activities, optional, check it and include another narrative of something okay. that they have done, right? Yeah. Um, it's one more tiny, tiny little chance to be able to take and get an extra thing in to make more of an impression. Mm -hmm. And so many students don't. Yeah. Because they see optional and think, okay. It's just I have to do it. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, when you're doing all of these mm -hmm. so many times over and over again, you don't you just want to be done. Right. You don't even care at that point. Um, your save button is gonna be the best friend for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I recommend. Yeah. You look at it a few times. Yeah, you can come back to them, right? Yes. You don't have to submit as soon as you start filling them out. No, and please don't. 
the amount of ones I've had students that have looked at and said, can you just look this over again? Having an extra pair of eyes, having an extra day, have a little extra time, have two or three people read over it. It's going to be huge. The other thing I always recommend, put your answers in Word first mm. in case your internet crashes, whichever. Um, but also in case you have, because you're going to have very similar questions in very similar sections, if you're looking at different applications, right? As we yeah. mentioned, your state school applications, your, you know, community college applications, those kind of things, even the coalition one, um, have it down and saved. Have it into Word or PDF, whichever yeah. is fine. Well, you can use it again. Yes. And Word is a lot better when it comes to um, finding mistakes. Yes, it is. I would even invest auto-correct. in autocorrect and Grammarly. something that does grammar. And focuses on grammar like Grammarly yeah. or something like that too. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have someone that's really good at proofreading for you. Yeah, those um, those little text boxes in the application apps, they don't do any of that no. for you. So No, they don't um, intentionally. They do intentionally. It's very intentional. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure we want to know how many when you were reading thousands and thousands of applications, right? Those that cannot use correct punctuation or those that, you know, have incorrect spelling or use slang in the wrong way or things like that and cliches too much those are ways that are weaning out that student because it says something to their attention to detail yeah so it's something that's used to be as a selection criteria basically yep yep um so how does this common app compare to all the others so we talked about it a little bit that this is like the most general thing right um but is it is it superior inferior how does it compare to all the others I would say right now it is mostly the largest accepted. Okay. Um, there are some good and some bad too, right? Yep. So again, it's harder to stand out. There is more options for this one though. If you're looking in the Common App and you're working through that, that allows more emphasis in activities. It allows for you to add more of the activities. So you're very well-rounded students. Um, honestly, I recommend anyone do it because you have a chance to stand out. And if you're not sure what are some things you should put in there, we will get into that also in the future, but we also have encouraged in our previous episodes, having conversations about what are the things your son and daughter has done Mm -hmm. that over those four years, right? Mm -hmm. And been keeping track of hopefully. Um, It allows for that. It does not allow for a waived fee and it does limit the amount of submissions. Mm. So you cannot vast submit to a thousand schools using the common app. Okay. Right? Yeah. So it has to be a little bit more selective. However, Coalition app does. And it has built in an waiver. So the waiver is the option to be able to request a waiver from that college or university to override the cost of the fee. Mm. So Huge. and yeah, $125 fee for a submission and you can get that written off. Yeah. Downfall of course. You can actually, um, it doesn't allow for more emphasis on the activities. So it'll okay, so it's like more of a simpler, dry. it's more of a simpler mm-hmm. application. It is. It's accepted by a different group of colleges and universities. Some will accept both. Um, so just knowing which ones and looking online under their application pages yeah. and what they require or request. And, you know, if the financial aspect of applying or the need to apply to multiples it's going to be something then look at the coalition app yeah. yeah 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 i mean there's so much to go 
into with all these things. We can take you through every section if we really wanted to. Yes. Yeah, Kayla, I think it's super important, um, everything we've been talking about here. And you've just yeah. gotten into a few sections just, just off the start. So um, clearly, mm-hmm. this is very important that you use the tracker, college application tracker, before you even start doing anything. You don't want to get lost. You don't want to have to double submit anything. You don't want to have to miss out on anything, miss any deadlines. So um, that tracker is really important. And you've heard us mention the types, just a few types of college applications that there are out there and in our next episodes mm-hmm. coming up we're going to get a little bit more specific with the different types of college applications that are available to you so stick around for that and okay. um hopefully this episode helped you hopefully it helped paint a picture of the chaos that happens yes. when it comes to applying for college applications and the cost and the cost add up quick the chaotic cost so yes. um we're excited to get into this next few episodes and we will see you in the next one